This is Marketing Jam, a podcast featuring the brightest minds in Canadian marketing. Hi there. Welcome to Marketing Jam. I'm your host, Darian Kovacs. The following interview is part of a series of interviews recorded at the Canadian Internet Marketing Conference in beautiful Squamish, BC, where we had the chance to talk to some of the leaders in digital marketing and technology from Canada and around the world. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi there, welcome back to Marketing Jam. I'm Shahid Devji filling in for Darian Kovacs and I'm joined today by Rochelle Hariri who is the Digital Social Media Manager for McDonald's Canada, which McDonald's is, is one of the biggest brands ever to, yes. to you know, <laughs> for us to experience. And, and so, you know, you've got a pretty important role here in Canada. Tell us a little bit about what you do day to day for McDonald's. Sure, so my role for McDonald's is to work on our social strategy. What platforms should we be on? What should we be measuring? How do we want to speak with our consumers? And then also a big part of my role is helping the digital transformation of our company. So working on the digital IQ of our employees, helping to educate them on the social platforms, what's important for them. And really it's just about um, helping to bring back insights to our business so that we can make positive changes for our consumers. So explain digital IQ, what is that? And, and why is it important for employees uh, to, to be going through that kind of stuff? Sure, so for the past three years and a bit, we've been going through a digital transformation as a business. So the way that we connect with our consumers online, the way that we listen to them and the in-restaurant experience that we have, uh, also our mobile app, we've been changing the way that we are as a company. So now we're seen as a more modern, progressive burger company. And so the digital IQ is really important to us because um, we have a digital team within McDonald's in Canada, but we don't want the digital team to be the only experts in the digital landscape. We want all of our employees to have an understanding of the benefits of digital and what it can do for our business. So your talk uh, at CIMC here is about social listening, right, yes. and social data. How important is listening on social media, and how much of it do you do, you know, percentage-wise? Is it the majority of what you do on social with McDonald's, or is there a balance between, you know, pushing things out, promoting, and then listening? I think there's definitely a balance there. So at McDonald's, we're really good at doing social advertising and social marketing. Um, we have a huge marketing engine at our business, and I think the social listening piece is just as critical to what we do because you are listening in on what consumers are saying. You're watching the trends. You're actually hearing from this focus group that doesn't realize they're a focus group, um, that they're giving insights about your product, your business, your competitors. What we do is we analyze that data, we bring it back into the business, and it helps to inform a lot of the decisions that we make and also the approaches that we take for different campaigns and programs. As consumers, I'm sure we all do this. Um, go to Twitter when we have an issue with our internet or yep. Wi-Fi and, and you know we, we tweet Rogers or Shaw or whoever it is. Yeah. You get a lot of that. Is it is it a feedback mechanism for, for people and I guess how do you handle that volume? Yeah, so we um, we have a guest relations team within McDonald's. So my team works really closely with them to make sure that we are replying to the guests, that we are hearing what they're saying, and that the data is getting pulled back into the guest relations team. The interesting thing is all the information that we get, the customer complaints, issues, compliments, etc., then gets pulled into a report and is actually shared with our restaurants. So they are getting the feedback from the consumers, not only at the restaurant level, but through our digital channels as well. Yeah, so if we look at the exact title of your talk. So storytelling with data using social listening to impact business decisions. So those reports you're talking about and pulling that data, is, is that how we then you know, apply it to the next step business-wise or is, is, that, is it as simple as that? 
I, I don't think I, I wouldn't say that it's simple. Okay. But definitely, you need to integrate your listening into some sort of action. So if you're just pulling these reports, you're not sharing them with the right stakeholders. You're not putting a plan in place of how you're going to address the consumer feedback, the trends that you're seeing. Then you're really not working with the data, right? Like you're you're spending a lot of time and resources on this. Especially social listing can be costly, not just from like tools, but also resourcing and time and mining through the data. So what's really important for me is once we pull the feedback, let's say we've launched a campaign and we start hearing consumers' um, opinions about different things, how can we action that? What trends are we seeing that we can then pass to operations, marketing, menu, etc., to make a change? Yeah. Is there so when you're you know you're planning campaigns and you're executing them, is there always an intent to do that with the idea of getting the data back? Um, or, or, or do campaigns sort of live on their own with a specific goal in mind, and then if you know the feedback comes, then you take it and implement it? Or are there campaigns that are, you know, I, I guess specifically designed to bring feedback? Yeah, absolutely. There's certain campaigns that are, by nature, they're more engaging. They require more input from consumers, and that makes the social listening that much easier when we're building our search queries. And then there's some campaigns where, to be honest, it's just kind of like an always-on message about some of our products. And with that, we have listening all throughout the year anyway. So I guess the way to answer that is some campaigns will drive a lot of feedback based on the product. Um, also, if it's a product that's a bit more polarizing, like it has a specific ingredient that we know is going to resonate really well with some consumer groups and not others. But generally, when there is feedback and we can measure that feedback, we absolutely share it internally. Okay. So I look at uh, brands like McDonald's mm -hmm. and, and Coke, the ones that have been around for a long time and, yeah. and that have very established product lines, uh, as ones where I, I always wonder, you know, what the story is and what, what the, the marketing focuses on because people are, know the brand so well. I don't know if you can share, you know, how much of the, uh, the insight or behind the scenes that yeah. goes into it. But you know, what, what is what is the goal for for you at McDonald's Canada in terms of your marketing and, and social specifically? Because obviously the golden arches are, are so well known, but there there must be goals associated with what you're doing, right? Absolutely. So from a high level, I can say that um, one of our areas of focus or our mission is from social media is to connect with consumers and to change the perceptions that they have in the way that they incorporate McDonald's into their daily lives. Um, a lot of what we do through social, you can look at our Instagram page, the way that we show our food is realistic. It's how you would receive it in a restaurant. It's very craveable. It's about those feel-good joy moments that you have. Like I'm sure you can think back to some of your fondest memories at McDonald's with your family, with your friends, just hanging out. And really that's what our brand is about. And through social, we're trying to share that message as well so that it resonates with Canadians. Yeah, okay, that, that's great. Um, one of my birthday parties was in a McDonald's caboose, so that's one of my, my, my fondest <laughs> memories. Everyone has a memory, yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, so we want, I want to talk about value as well, and yep. there's obviously so many social platforms that you've got to focus on in your day-to-day -day job. <laughs> is there one where you get the most value out of in terms of feedback and in terms of, I guess, ROI even? I'd say that it's, it's different based on the different campaign objectives that we have. Yeah. So, for example, if we are doing um, a promotion for our mobile app and we want to get downloads, registrations, etc., it really does change based on the messaging, the creative, and what yeah. we're putting into market. So, but I would say some of our top platforms obviously are <laughs> the main ones, um, Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, uh, and YouTube as well. YouTube has been a great driver for our business in terms of measuring purchase intent, uh, brand affinity, things like that. And how much of it that is 
related to you know, how deep the data goes with Google and, and, and yeah. YouTube, right? That, that's so important. Uh, you didn't mention Snapchat, but yeah. Snapchat is something that I see that on the too. McDonald's <laughs> website, and yeah. it's still there. That it's something that you're pushing out, but is is that sort of changing uh, a little bit, or, yeah. or is Snapchat still part of your plans on a day-to-day -day basis? Absolutely, it's still part of our plans. It's still relevant for the demographic that we're going after. So a lot of the Gen Z and younger millennials are still spending time on the platform, yeah. and so we do have quite a bit of McDonald's advertising and organic stories. And the interesting thing anecdotally about Snapchat is we will post a story or pose a question or release news and our community on that platform is so engaged that we will get hundreds of responses back within a minute of people being so excited that we've just launched all day breakfast mm. or a new campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Instagram, you know, showing realistic images. One image I saw on Instagram was with Just Rain, who is uh, <laughs> yeah. a Canadian YouTuber and an influencer. Yeah. How, how much are you playing in the influencer marketing realm? Like that was, was the only image I saw of an influencer there. But um, you know, people are watching YouTube and people are watching guys like Just Rain and Superwoman. Yeah. And does McDonald's need to play there? Does everybody need to play Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that influencers can come in a wide variety. You have like these massive influencers like Lily Singh, and then you have like micro influencers that are people that are just brand advocates and loyalists. And a lot of what they say does have weight within their communities and their groups. So I absolutely think in this time, in this day and age, brands should definitely be leveraging influencers with wide scale. So whether you're going for the Lily Sings or the smaller scale influencers, they all have an impact and will help to bring people to your brand and to think differently with the way that they interact with your products. Is, uh, is social like purpose and, and you know, purpose-driven marketing something that you guys talk about? Because you know, I, I find that the story these days with so many brands and so many products gets back to um, you know, connecting with people at a, a real visceral level and, and sort of at the, the human interest level. Is, is that something that you do and, and focus on? Yeah, absolutely. I'd say one of our pillars is focusing on the quality of our food and the sourcing of our food and the yeah. fact that in Canada, our meat and our chicken and our eggs, it's all sourced from Canadian farmers. So we're directly having an impact on the economy and the farmers that we work with. And so that's one of the messages that we do have campaigns about throughout the year where we talk about this because it's important for Canadians to know where their food's coming from. Yeah, and you mentioned Canada and Canadians so much. Obviously, yeah. your, your job is here, but <laughs> Is there a real difference between how McDonald's and marketing specifically functions between Canada and the US and the rest of the world? Interesting question. So um, within each of our markets, um, the way that we, we have our marketing planning and what we do throughout the year really depends on the needs of the market and the consumers. But overall, I think what you can say is safe about the McDonald's brand is that globally, everyone understands what it is. It's the joyful moments, it's the delicious food, it's the craveability, um, and it's about the quality of what we produce around the world. Um, I have a lot of people that are like, I go to McDonald's and I try the Big Mac at every McDonald's that I go to when I travel throughout the world, and it always tastes the same. And yeah. that just shows some of our standards and our quality and the rigor that we have. So going back to marketing, I mean, each market will target or, or change things based on the needs of their market um, and their consumers. But overall, we, we ladder up to the bigger brand. What, uh, what's your favorite part of your job? 
My favorite part of my job, I think, is seeing the impact that I'm making in terms of progressing our business digitally. That's really been exciting for me to start from when there was a team of two of us and now there's a team of eight and watching us grow and the impact that we have on our different stakeholders and teams. Yeah. And what, where do you see sort of trends going in terms of your role specifically, um, you know, so, social media specifically? Is there anything that you think you're going to be needing to focus on more, say, in the next half year as, as 2018 ends or going into 2019? Yeah. I think even more social listening and deep diving into what consumers are saying, looking at new tools, new ways to analyze the data and bring it back. Because we've seen such a positive impact that it has not only on the information and the communication within the company, but also like the sales impact that it can have. So I think that to me is definitely a priority. And, and what about your uh, your fondest McDonald's memory? What's that? Do you have one? My very first memory was when I was in kindergarten and my parents took me to McDonald's and I remember seeing the arches and just being like, what is this place? Yeah. <laughs> it's so magical. And getting my first cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one last question. We talked to Duncan, who worked for Disney, and he was in charge of uh, you know innovation and, and creativity. Um, is there a danger for a, you know a brand like McDonald's to you know to not innovate and not be creative? Have, have you experienced sort of you know the the low levels where you've got because you've had to push through and and, and innovate? Uh, and do you have any examples of what innovation looked like for McDonald's? Yeah. You know, you mentioned the app is one thing, right? For sure, I think. Um, regardless of what industry you're in, you have to innovate. You have to be up to date with the times and what your consumers want. It's really having that consumer first approach and knowing that technology and mobile and the different ways that consumers can communicate with a brand is so important because convenience today is different than what convenience was five years ago, 10 years ago, etc. Um, so a lot of what we're doing that's really innovative at McDonald's is how we service our consumers. You can now in Canada, we have mobile ordering so you can order, you can pick up your food at a drive-thru, you can pick it up in the restaurant, we have table service, so you order, you have a seat, someone will bring your food to you. Um, and also we do make delivery, so across Canada and different locations, you can order your food, it comes to your house. Which is a very different McDonald's than, you know, right? McDonald's that people grew up with, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're always looking at new ways that we can please the consumers and make everyone's life easy. It's, we know that there's moms, parents, people that are busy during the day and they just want to feed their families, so how can we help them do that? Okay, so last yeah. thing, as a social media manager, uh, which phone do you use? iPhone, Android, something else? iPhone. <laughs> okay, iPhone, that's good. Yeah. Uh, me too. Uh, and what are some of your favorite apps? Ones you can't live without on a day-to-day -day basis, and then ones that you just really enjoy, but you could probably live without it. Yeah, so one app that I love, I absolutely love, is the Calm app. So it okay. helps me with daily meditations, and that's usually how I start my day, or how I end my day, depending on how things are going. Yeah. So I really love that, and obviously I'm in social, so my social apps are my way of connecting with family and friends I sometimes look at my phone and I'm like I haven't had made a phone call in like a day because <laughs> yeah. all I do is communicate through these social apps yeah we still WhatsApp. call them phones yeah, yeah. but they don't really serve that purpose it's anymore it's just interesting yeah. technology yeah. now yeah. Uh, do you do you play with Vero at all is that a thing should we be, I, we be thinking about that or I not? actually did okay. create an account <laughs> okay. yeah. and I played around with it a little bit I'm just curious to see how it flourishes and what yeah. happens for it in Canada specifically okay Cool. Well, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank this you. is your second time on Marketing Jam. It wasn't called Marketing Jam yep. before, but uh, thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.